Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and much like a no-carb diet, I'm out the door as soon as the Italian arrives. And this tagline... for Paige. Yes, Juliet. Julia finally coming back strong is for Paige, <laughs> who did not show up to Summer House this weekend. Hmm, the same weekend that our Italian Andrea is there. Coinkadink? I think not. Definitely not a coincidence. I think this is the first weekend Paige has been a no-show. We are also joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Morand. All right, guess who this is? And this also might be, uh, if not my most obvious ever, maybe my most obvious in a while. You've got to block your brother, then block your heart. Is it for Gia? Oh my god, it's Danielle from Jersey. Oh. Who literally says that she blocked her brother on social media and that the way she's handling it is by blocking her heart. (laughs) We need this story on that because the whole he didn't like her Instagram so he didn't invite her to his wedding and hasn't talked to her in two years. No, 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 no. I'm not buying it. When Melissa said... Her brother doesn't like her because she's extra on social media. I thought oh, that's a weird thing for her to say. And then for Danielle to be like, yeah, that's literally why. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> we are also joined by my lovely sister, Ms. Julia Baker. To theme off Alex's, Toddlers and Tiaras is off the air. And bringing it back is my daughter. Soft rhyme for everybody. <laughs> Very good. Louie, of course. <laughs> All right, we have a wonderful week of Bravo. Um, we have a couple of updates on the Vanderpump scandal, the scandal, if you will. Uh, but I've, I don't really know if we need to discuss other than Raquel has filed for a uh, protective order against Sheena for her alleged black eye. And in other news, uh, the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast would like to officially issue a I told you so for a Southern charm piece of gossip. Because we called it that Austin and Taylor had been making the googly eyes all last season, and this week it came out that they have hooked up. So Confirmed? A, confirmed. A collective, okay. I told you so, from this pod. I thought we were going to be issuing an apology, and I was like, no, we will never apologize. Not this time. Probably next Us, time. like, all housewives refuse to apologize. You got to go through Daryl if you want to talk to us, to quote Ooh. Mama Kent. <laughs> all right. Would you guys want to start with Summer House? Shaw. Sure. Shaw. Sure. Okay. Maya is having a rough second season. What do we think of the you're too much conversation? I got to say. I didn't say, hate it. Uh-huh. I gotta say, we'll get to that great Julia, take Julia. on the wrong side of history, per use. <laughs> I gotta say, I've been fully 100% on board with her until that moment. Me too. But I think I know why she did it, but I want to hear Julia's take first. Too many drinks were had. I think that the way Maya did it was the most respectful way to do it. Like, yeah, they were mic'd up, but they also drank so much in the summer house. She did pull her into the pantry. Um, I would like to say, Julia gets in trouble all the time for being too loud. Julia, who do Not you get trouble apologizing. by? You. I am constantly uh. saying, Julia, this is a small room. We are using our inside voices. And Julia does not appreciate it. But Maya's... The whole thing was so much more extreme. It was like, 
telling her like your personality is not it's good. It's too much. <laughs> yes. She handled it surprisingly well. Well, she broke down. Yeah, by well, she like broke down and was like, this is who I am. I have to change. <laughs> um, I think Maya, if I'm going to overread it, which we do on this show, um, I think Maya's whole first season, it took so long for her to come out of her shell mm-hmm. that honestly, I think she's a little jealous. Uh... This new girl's putting everything out there. It's so easy for her to talk so much to like feel like a part of the group, and it took Maya a long time to get to that place. Alex, that's an excellent read. No, who's not putting anything out there? Mr. Carlito, who just sat quietly as the girls were fighting. It looked like he liked it. That was so dark. I think he was so uncomfortable. Yeah, I think Carl kind of hates Lindsay. A little. He loves her because she's supportive, but he kind of hates her. Yeah. He kind of likes that Kyle's saying these things. Yeah. I do want to say that I am going to give Lindsay a point that she did go to all those Loverboy events with Carl. And people go to those events because they want to meet Lindsay and Carl. Like, I 100% Mm -hmm. get that. And, like, he should be paid a little bit more for being there in person. That's exhausting. But, Carl, you gotta drop the 90 hours a week shenanigans. Because (laughs) Kyle's saying, like... I couldn't even tell if you were working 40 hours a week. And Kyle's like, oh, yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. Like, you can't immediately <laughs> backtrack. But well, everybody- like I said, Lindsay complains about <laughs> Leverboy 45 hours a week. And Carl complains about Leverboy 45 hours a week. And yes. that's how we're getting 90. Yes. That's the division of labor. But also, mm-hmm. like, Kyle himself like makes appearances at these events. That's also a part of his job. So, like, mm-hmm. as does Amanda. Yes, so when they had their sit-down, it's like, imagine, like, telling the CEO of, like, the company you work at, who, like, who is also doing all the same things you do on top of being the CEO that you're working too much. It's just crazy. Yeah, and you know what? To quote Reddit, you can be sober and a new person now and be a bad worker. Those two things can happen at the same time. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, and then yeah. I think this comes down to Lindsay is jealous that Amanda takes ownership of Loverboy. Yes. Because Lindsay used to be the professional of the group. She mm-hmm. had her PR firm. And now she doesn't have her PR firm. And I think she's jealous of Amanda's position within the company but amanda's future because she and kyle are married is very much on the lover boy line and you think that's why maybe Lindsay's trying to tank carl's relationship with lover boy in case like they do get married and like she's marrying into like the whole lover boy business she knows that like she won't be as welcome i think Lindsay's a tornado and she can't just see everything around her happy and because she's trying to be happy with carl she has to destroy this I think this is toxicity. I do really love every time that Lindsay uh, pulls out her example A of why she's a good girlfriend and cites that she is, was, was, was sober. Because <laughs> like, she's like always currently drunk when she's saying, I was sober. As she's holding like a shard of A. I just think that's so funny. She was like sober for half a day, realized that Carl was smoking weed with Maya, got pissed. It was like, I'm not giving up drinking if you're going to smoke weed. I just, I don't know. I love it. I think that's hilarious. How do we think Paige would have handled 
the whole debacle at the end of the episode. What Loudly. was Paige's reaction have been to Danielle saying Amanda's untrustworthy? She would have yelled at Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would become a Lindsay Page fight. I think that Danielle should thank her lucky stars that Paige wasn't there, to be honest. I think that's why she was emboldened to do such a thing. Mm-hmm. Also, she doesn't trust Amanda because Amanda comes out of left field. I think Amanda was just too drunk. And also, like, Amanda's looking kind of sickly this season. Oh, I was going to say something about this. and I Like, her feel skin looks she, kind of pale. Like, she doesn't look good and worried about her. She's lost a lot of weight, and she said at the top of the season it's because she went off birth control, but she's at such a low weight, this might be a contributor to why she's not getting her period. I know. I thought and that, I too. And I think Sierra handled her Kyle talk really well. Like, yeah. you clearly tell Sierra's like, you better go to the doctor this week. Amanda comes back to Summer House having not gone to the doctor. And so Sierra is like, okay, I'm going to go to the next person. Like, mm-hmm. what a friend. And no one was offended. That's what I love about Summer House. I feel like if we were on any housewife show, going behind a woman's back and talking to a husband, this would have been a thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like, Amanda really does need help. And I'm happy she That's coming it. from a, a medical professional. That yeah. Yeah. RN slash model. I love Sierra, my favorite human alive. Are you ready for Potomac? We didn't even talk about Andrea. Andrea was there and it was great. I missed him so much. That was it. Potomac. All right. I take back my Jacqueline should be a full time housewife because she did not pass. We all decided, couch included, including Andy, nobody, nobody cares about this fight, right? No? Okay, bye, Jacqueline! And then they just sent her off. It was... It, I, I mean, like, Mia lies too much. Like, you gotta mm-hmm. have a little mm-hmm. bit of truth. Mia's kind of losing me. At least one of the couches is completely guilty of lying too much. The amount of lies about people's husbands that were just blatant lies based on mm-hmm. no truth that happened this season is annoying. And I have to give props to three people. And that is Candace, Ashley Jarby, and honestly, Wendy. Yes. Wendy actually killed the husband, the husband game this year. Wendy did great. I found myself at the very end of these 90 minutes of reunion three to be a fan of Wendy. There we go. We got him, guys. She won me over. I'm still not, but I am a fan of Happy Eddie. He's so cute. Eddie gives Wendy confidence. When she's around Eddie, she's fun. Just Eddie getting a question and responding, that's a great question, Harper. Absolutely (laughs) hilarious. Like, Eddie is one of the few men that I enjoy seeing, and this was the husband's part, although I did like everybody staring at their feet as Ray very calmly (laughs) reprimanded the cast and everybody looked like a little kid who got in trouble. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, my favorite Wendy moment, though, um, was she makes this point. This is the most obvious point in the world um, during in the middle of like a fight. She goes, you all tell rumors about each other. And then you get mad when someone tells a rumor about you. Like the most obvious Bravo shit. Yeah. Of all time. And then Andy goes, that is so true. It's like the thought had never occurred to him. <laughs> Hilarious. He might be so in the nitty gritty, he may never step back and look at the big picture. That's true. 
<laughs> he doesn't know why these shows work. <laughs> As the perfect Bravo viewer, I heard that. I thought, oh. That is so insightful. Bro, You guys just aren't as good as watching these shows as I am. <laughs> You're right. We're not watching them correctly. <laughs> you gotta be in it. Chris came out and was doing great. I thought, oh, Giselle, this is it. Mm, Chris yep, is making great points. That lasts like, what, 20 seconds? And then he yelled. And then I thought, mm-hmm. nope, he's done. The colorism segment at the end of last episode was great. And Candace makes the point, Giselle, you have light skin. Your accusations are going to be taken in a way that's different than if I made them or Wendy to women who have darker color skin. A hundred percent agree that Giselle's skin color contributes to how she is perceived by the audience. But I do want to say, Candace, I do say you're right, but the accusations were against your husband, Who's a white man? I think the white man trumps light color skin of an African-American woman. Right? Nobody said that. Like, I was shocked nobody's like, your husband's a white guy. What do you mean colorism? That's like the most basic. Maybe Chris has fooled all of them. She was implying that if she were in Giselle's position, she wouldn't be taken seriously. Which which I totally get. And Mm -hmm. I could see her saying that it's just the cringe of... Giselle has kind of implying that Giselle has more power period when the person she's going up against is a white dude. It's true. I will say it's so funny that we spent so much like last week's episode being like, that was so, what a wonderful (laughs) sensitive moment on this show. The best like Bravo's ever handled any sort of race talk only to then have it be revealed that it was so that Candace could then weaponize that talk they had. (laughs) against Giselle. I kind of love that. It's a Candace. genius move. Candy girl's Candace's a smart part. girl. That vocab did come from nowhere. Like she's <laughs> she is schooled. She did spearhead the great discussion from last week. Yeah. Yes. Um okay. I do have to say that how Wendy handled that made Wendy go up in my book. She kind of yes. laid it out for Candace to be able to say her piece. Candace mm-hmm. didn't respond how anyone would have liked her to and Wendy just let that sit there like she didn't try to teach a lesson she just reminded Candace of what happened I'm assuming 35 minutes before and then just let it be yeah okay to wrap up Potomac this season we must discuss Robin Dixon the Robin interview oof I feel like every single Bravo viewer saw Robin's interview through Ebony's eyebrows. We, I felt like oh, we were God. all Ebony. Mm-hmm. We were all Ebony. We always said the Greek chorus, Ebony was every single person in the universe <laughs> sitting there. Like, And I love that Ebony didn't have a poker face because we know she can do it. Or she has seen some shit with Ramona at Black Shabbat. We know Ebony can be like poise keep together that poker face thank you ebony for just letting those eyebrows go where they needed to go which was up up and away Mm -hmm. how many lies can one person tell in one minute was that segment with andy cohen and she has never seen any of the dms between that woman and juan lie juan did not cheat on her lie they all just sounded like lies and it was so sad yes i think that she hasn't seen the dms because i think she doesn't care what? I think she I, I, she oh, doesn't want to see him. Care. She doesn't want to see him. She married him. She knows who he is. 
yeah, I don't think she wants to see them either because then that just makes it more real. Um, Mm -hmm. She's more willing to believe the crazy excuse as to why he need to meet up with him. I can't even remember. babe. Pay on your phone. What are you talking? I've never put a credit card down at a hotel. Ever. So that she could visit her athlete boyfriend. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, Also, I do want to say one point for Karen that Juan put a picture there was a picture of him and another woman doing laundry at a laundromat oh I circulating saw that. the internet and this woman works for something they're co-workers so they're just friends but this woman it's like the mouth does kind of look like Karen <laughs> so Karen. like I'm Good gonna say I'm Karen. gonna say it like if this is her also okay yeah I can't even get into the Robin stuff I was gonna say the whole well Karen I was waiting for Karen to bring it up so bad it was just horrible and the rumor on the street is that Jacqueline has being brought back as full-time housewife and Robin is being demoted to friend of which I would never believe however we heard this rumor about Jackie from Jersey and it turned out to be true she didn't pass the audition I mean Mm. the bringing receipts to the reunions I don't think that's ever worked for even a regular housewife. But for a friend of? No, they've never delivered anything that we were shocked by. Steve. Monique's is iconic, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But she then got fired from the show. <laughs> Alex? <laughs> that is the receipt we needed. It's true. All right. Are we ready for Jersey? Sure. sure. I love Marge. This is a Marge standing podcast, but Marge was testing me this week. Um, really on Marge's side when she was like, I, I tell these women that they need to not be with their husbands anymore. If he's going to cheat on you. And I was like, yeah, fuck cheaters. And then I remembered how Marge got Joe. And I was like, oh, yeah, kind of took the wind out of my sails. Also, I love Marge, but you think she's going to love you more than she loves me. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Well, it really just hit me what you just said. That's what accounted for that moment of silence from me. Know what, Alex, that was? People like to spread rumors, but when the rumors are <laughs> about them, they don't like it. That's what Marge said. <laughs> so yeah. there, you got your best bra- yep. prop of your moment. Oh, I feel like Jennifer Aiden right now. Ugh. <laughs> I will say this about the Marge and Jen thing, is that it could be very quickly summed up as Marge doesn't think about Jen, and Jen doesn't stop thinking about Marge. Ooh, Alex. I really think that Marge chooses not to think about Jen until she is forced to have to think about her because she is always brought up to her. But, like, it's evident that through, like, her conversations with, like, Jen Fessler that, like... Please say it right, Alex. Please say, please say her Jen name correctly. Jen Fessler. Thank you. Um, <laughs> at one point says, like, Marge has never talked to me about you, to, to Jennifer Aiden. And I'm, I'm sure that's true. I'm sure she really does not go out of her way ever to talk about Jen unless, like, it's Melissa being like, talk to Jen today. She was talking about you. Meanwhile, Jen is literally calling people on, like, an yeah. old-fashioned Rolodex, like, calling up Marge's past. Julia, what are your thoughts? My thoughts are we have two amazing, hilarious women with broken limbs And I wish that they could just find common ground because together they would be amazing. And as I listen to them shout so loudly at each other, I can't even tell what the other one's saying. So I'm missing all the funny one-liners I know they're giving us. Mm. And it's just depressing. My own throat hurt. It's sad, as they say on this show. Know what I thought? While while Jen and 
Marge yelling at each other. Did the Snickers screamer mean nothing to you? Their coffee date with the Snickers screamer, it meant nothing. It's been too long since we've had an iced coffee Marge moment. She can't, she can't even button her own pants, Alex. She needs Joe. We'll make Joe Benigno. You're giving me a wedgie. <laughs> I have a couple of things to say. One is Polly, Dolores' new man's, made a menopause joke, and I hate him, and he can go Polly himself. I don't know. I don't want to be yeah, too Yeah, that was violent. weird. I honestly thought he was going to say marriage <laughs> for a second. <laughs> when he said the M word. And I was like, oh no, it's like a bad. I think Dolores <laughs> like, likes his weird misogyny. Like, that's a man's job. Like, I think she likes it. Louis uh. would never suggest Teresa's going through menopause. Not no. in a million also, years. Also, I, I know, I know Louis is spooky and we're supposed to be scared of him, but Teresa was actually making great points. Like, Teresa has really zinned out quite a bit since Louis. Yes, he is good for her. He and his therapist mother. What's the name of Teresa's, the main daughter? Gia. <laughs> Gia. It's funny when she was like, the main yeah. daughter. <laughs> <laughs> we used to, yeah, see like um, Aunt Melissa and Uncle Joe all the time. And before Louie showed up. So I don't know what changed. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Gia. <laughs> so Rachel, her business that she makes us think about in her tagline she and her husband co-own a limo business and this is my evidence of why i think i'm calling it now rachel is going to be a one and done because there has not been one limo pickup to any of these 55 parties we've already been to what are they doing why are they not arriving in style why did i have to google this these are things. That's that a I'm, great point. I'm also, we're on episode offended. what? Five? And we still haven't seen said business? Totally. Hmm. 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 Speaking of driving, though, I'm not a huge Melissa fan. I don't think she, she doesn't do much for me. But we got a little hint. I think there is. There's just. There's a Melissa that has not been explored yet. We got a hint of her this episode when they went through the drive through and she gave them a different name. I was like, who is, who is this person? And what name did she give Alex? I didn't write that down. <laughs> Jennifer? She... Was it, it Jennifer? Was Julia. It was oh. Julia. No, it wasn't. My name. At least I wasn't like, it was some fucking dumb name. Like. <laughs> All right. Vanderpump rules time. Miranda pump rules. <laughs> the episode starts off with Sandoval getting what I like to call Katie'd. Schwartz says, we need to have a guy's night. And Sandoval says, yeah, we should have a guy's night. To which Schwartz responds, no, I don't need to have a guy's night. You've just been Cade Heat. <laughs> After watching Schwartz do that to his wife for so many years, it's fun to mm. watch him like start doing it to other people. <laughs> yeah, he needs an outlet. I love that Sheena's just recording everything now all the time. Her life is just nonstop recordings of her life it's great she like gets mad at brock for not recording her (laughs) well she's not invited to girls trips she has to get herself on the air somehow Mm -hmm. the most cringy moment post us like knowing about raquel and sandoval i think happened this episode you want to take any guesses as to what it was i have i have two 
parts for Sandoval, one part for Raquel. Ooh, well, I have one that's something Ariana says to Raquel. Oh my god! Which is, okay, you go first. Um, they're like talking about how the previous night Raquel was so bold to say that to tell Katie that she asked Schwartz to make out with him, mm-hmm. and as Ariana's like talking through that night with Raquel again, Ariana says, and I was like sitting there at moment like, am I about to be mad at Raquel for the first time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like oh. I don't know how locked in these edits are of these episodes right now, like this week's and like next week's, but that mm-hmm. felt very pointed to include that. They will go back and re-edit all the episodes. So according to Lala, who knows if she can be trusted on this, these are not the re-edits. This is these are Raquel's storyline was she was going to be the bad guy for the whole Schwartz thing. And we so didn't they were... even know how bad she could be. And Ariana said... Like weeks ago, like when the first episode premiered, that she pulled Raquel inside and said, "You're gonna be a villain this season. Like you got to get it together." Mm-hmm. So yikes! God. My two things were just Sandoval being an asshole. So Ariana's dog that she's had for forever had a seizure, and she says, "Oh, Sandoval, while I'm in Vegas, you might have to pick up her medication." And he's like, well, can't you pick it up right now? It's like, dude, you're going to be here the whole week. Like, why can't, like, you're It brought me her... back to when her dad what died and she wanted Sandoval with him, with her on her birthday. And he said that he wanted to go to Vegas because there was, like, a tractor show. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I love you and I'll always be with you. But I'm going to go drive this tractor in Vegas. <laughs> Is that yes. when he got the bacon A? Yeah. Okay. And so <laughs> that moment, and then when she gets back, she clearly is on a red eye. She gets off the airplane in her pajamas. Her face is totally swollen from crying on this flight. You can tell. Like, she looks just like her heart is broken. Sandoval picks her up. And then she says, okay, let's go to the vet. And he goes, you want to go straight to the vet? She's like, yeah, Tom. I want to go straight to the vet. Want to hear something very sad? And yes. like crazy. That is where um, we had to get our cat put down. Is that same exact <gasps> place they go? You to. were the person Ariana saw crying. I was the person that she saw. Oh, that's so sad. Okay, don't take your pets to that vet. What I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's what. I'm... <laughs> okay. Um. Also, by the way, Raquel's real name is Rachel. She never changed it. So there's a big thing on the internet to not call Raquel Raquel. People are calling her Rachel. I was just putting that out there. wondering, yeah, because I got a little confused, honestly, when I read a couple of, like, new scoops. The Rachels. Yeah, so this is my Raquel one-ism, and I can't wait to hear Julia's. Raquel playing the, oh, I'm too dumb to think about hooking up with shorts myself. Like, Sheena told me to do it. And then Katie's friend just seeing Christina right. Kelly. Christina Kelly. That, I was going to bring this she up. She has eyes, Alex. She has eyes on everything. She has many eyes. Many eyes. It's an insult to babies to call her as innocent as a baby. And you know what's funny about that? Love that. Christina Kelly, this is the most interesting thing she's ever said on this show. But she is like <laughs> coming back strong. Because she used to be just like the most background friend of, of any show ever. But she's making a case for herself here. We need a Christina Kelly re-edit because I wonder if she's been like this the whole time and And they they just just... don't give us the goods. Julia, what are your thoughts? Raquel is an idiot. She is playing this wrong. She said in her official statement that she's taking some time to herself and she's not like getting in with Tom. 
But the only way to make any of us forgive her is if, like, this is a true love. And we just no. have to sit with it. No, nope. She kind of implies, I think, the most that she can, which is that, like, she, ha- she cares a lot for him. I think that is her way of maybe trying to hint at that. But I'm kind of with Julia. I think that, unfortunately, might be her way to stay in the game and to avoid... Or just like, you know, maybe she's just not on the show anymore. And maybe Sandoval is not on the show anymore after this. That's well, she's pressing, she's, she's taking legal action because he recorded a FaceTime with her doing sexual stuff without her consent. Yes. So she's going after him legally. But he came over to her house after that was announced. But then the legal stuff happened after that. And also, people are going through her um, Instagram captions, and you know how they had the matching lightning bolt necklaces? Yeah. Um, all of her captions on her stuff are like heart, heart, lightning bolt, crystal ball, picture of a girl, like Sandoval's future girl. Like they all have like code shit on them. So like why pretend that you're taking like an apology tour, self-reflective journey? Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't know what it. else to do. Oof. We have a couple great quotes we got to we got to mention. Katie says Sheena is Mugatu at one point. That was great. I did like that. That <laughs> was hilarious. And um, <laughs> sorry, it's a James quote, so I'm already laughing. Um, James is talking about how, um, like, yeah, if he were a wise man, he would maybe stop drinking, but he's not a wise man. He's not a wise old man like Mr. Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Alex loves James so much. I love him. I love him. I also love that they meet up, James and Allie meet up with James's mom at a restaurant called Madre. And the editors, <laughs> when, when they showed the sign of Madre, they had the sign like pulsate, like a heart. It just felt very, very Freudian. It felt like, I don't know. Oh Subliminal God. imagery from our Bravo editors. All right. Are we ready for awards? Yes. Yeah. Okay, my LinkedIn award goes to Summerhouse because all we're talking about is work drama and the only sidebar that I can remember was about Gabby hacking into a LinkedIn. And know what? Summer should be fun. LinkedIn, not fun. So Alex, your reward. Um, Also from Summerhouse, the new edition Sam gets the Dorit award. Mm-hmm. Oh Speaking yeah! Too much. She got the full Dorit edit she during did. that uh, dinner sequence. <laughs> oh, poor Sam. Which honestly, like, and they done every time they've done it with Dorit too. I'm like, I, I honestly don't even think they're cutting out that much. I think they're maybe just like skipping a word or two and like cutting ahead like a couple words. I think they're doing them dirty. I'll give her benefit of the doubt. I've always thought that too, Alex. Yeah. All right, Julia. What's your award? Because you two have already forgotten my fancy Starbucks name award goes to me, Julia. Thank you, Melissa. Hell? <laughs> when I'm in Disneyland, I always say my name is Mufasa. Oh, yeah, they believe that. Mugatu. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast and Podbean. 
You can also follow us on Instagram at likeuncoolpodcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all. Thank you.